Let's talk about mountains. And not the ones that you see in the paintings coming out of the clouds, but the personal mountaintops that we each strive to reach in our lives. And maybe it's the dream job or opportunity, that business that we're building, that fulfilling relationship, or that life that just makes us feel alive. Yet we can see it so clearly in front of us, but and climbing those mountains can get messy. We trip, we stumble, and sometimes, let's be honest, we fall flat on our face. In the training world, there's a method called the Addy model for building content. And basically, it's a roadmap for success. You analyze, design, develop, implement, and the E stands for evaluate. And that last step is the secret ingredient. If we're not constantly evaluating, how do we know where we are on the mountain? I recently heard that life is about adjustments, but if we're not evaluating, how do we know which adjustments to make to keep moving forward? Many times we skip this step entirely, charging head first into a routine, whether it's a workout, relationship, or career, without ever asking, is this even the right mountain you know is this actually taking me to where i want to go and we're like zombies on treadmills going nowhere fast imagine hiking blindly right never checking your compass just following every little pathway that comes along you're wandering and that's how you get lost and that's where we are when we ignore evaluation We just keep doing things, scrolling mindlessly, saying yes to every request, holding on to toxic relationships simply because, hey, that's just what we do. But what if we stopped the mindless wandering and started being intentional with our climb? What if we made calculated adjustments? And what if we embraced evaluation as our driving force and took ownership of our ascent. Perhaps we could slow down to get ahead. Perhaps instead of always being busy, we became productive. Tony Robbins loves to say that success is progress. And when we're scaling the right mountain and we look up and we're getting closer and closer to the top, I bet that feels pretty darn good. So take a moment. I pull out your metaphorical compass, whether it's your phone, your journal, that inner voice, and ask yourself, what habits are my climbing ropes pulling me to the top? And double down on those. And which ones are those crevices that threaten to swallow me up? And maybe it's time to cut those off. And where do I need to learn new climbing skills, whether through YouTube tutorials, maybe an inspiring podcast, maybe even a mentor. You know, the right knowledge at the right time is power. And insanity, as Albert Einstein has said, is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. So let's take back control of our sanity. Let's lean in to the evaluation revolution and climb with purpose. Let's be intentional because when we evaluate, 
we adapt and evolve, the view from the top will not only be breathtaking, it will change who we are. So that we can not only climb this mountain, but we'll be ready to climb the next mountain and the next one after that. Now, if you listen to me at all, uh, you know that I like going on a morning run. And this morning, as I was hitting my last rest point, I thought about this episode and realized, look, it's not just about climbing and looking up at the mountaintop. It's also about evaluating where you are right now. And there's a tool in therapy and coaching to help you become like, instantly present and self-aware. So you simply just look at your hands for a moment. Well, let's do that now. Look at your hands, and that turns off your self-talk about where you're headed. And it allows you to focus on where you are. And then look around and realize how far you've already come. Take in everything that you've already built to get this far up the mountain that you're already on. Look at the entire landscape that you've already experienced and be proud of what you've accomplished. See, when you do this, that shot of dopamine that you receive will empower you. It will help strengthen you for the rest of your climb. So don't forget to look at your hands every once in a while. Look, you've only just begun and you're not alone on this mountain. So share your journey with those around you because we're all in this together, supporting one another as we continue to climb. And remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. I want to encourage you to become a shopping list person. When you go to the grocery store, there are two scenarios. Either you have a shopping list or you don't. And what happens? If you have the shopping list, you've been adding things, maybe with Alexa, add this, add that. So you walk in and now you have a shopping list. You go to the aisle, maybe you look for a quick sign or perhaps you ask someone, but you know where you're headed. After you grab each item, you check it off and item by item, you get this rush. And then at the end, when you check out, you feel complete. You have everything you need. Then the opposite scenario. When you walk into the grocery store without a shopping list, what happens? You wander. Especially if you're hungry, you're in trouble. Start grabbing things you likely don't need and might spend extra time just wandering up and down the aisles looking for items that might come to mind. You don't really ask anybody anything because you're not really sure what you're looking for. So you're grabbing things, putting them in the cart. And when you check out, well, now you have a bunch of things that you don't need. You walk out and immediately it's like, ah, I have the cookies, but I forgot the milk. And so in life, we have the same opportunity. You know, the grocery store is obviously an analogy for our life. It represents that. And there are things out there. There are aisles and aisles of possibilities. 
guides along the way, people to help us find what we're looking for. But if we haven't created a shopping list of what we want, of what we're after, then we're just wandering. And after every event, we say, oh, if I only would have, oh, I forgot this. And we want to go back, but it's just easier to move forward. So we go through life and these wandering moments constantly stack up and they become who we are and what we have and where we are in life. So I invite you to become a shopping list person. Shift your perspective, shift a little bit of your activity so that you're intentional when you walk into that grocery store, whether in your personal life, professional life, your sales career, your goals, start adding things to your shopping list. And when you arrive at the grocery store and you pop it open, you go for exactly what you want. And maybe you get some guidance along the way, but when you check out, you feel complete. It's undeniable that belief and action are two key ingredients for success. Yet, we often underestimate the impact of that tiny word, can. But it holds tremendous power when it comes to unlocking our performance and our potential. I remember listening to Tony Robbins years ago and he said, quite simply, look, when you must, your mind and your body says, okay, I can and I will. So when you must, you can. I think about someone on a performance improvement plan, right? They're given two weeks to turn it around and all of a sudden the light goes on, the activity changes and they turn it around. When you must, you can. Research in psychology confirms the influence of belief on our performance. I was reading a study by Dr. Aliyah J. Crum and her team at, at Stanford and they revealed that Belief can activate the body's self-healing mechanisms, leading to improved physical health. So when participants believed that they were receiving an effective treatment, they experienced significant symptom relief, even though they were given a placebo. This simple study just demonstrates the profound impact of belief on our well-being. So our mindset can be the catalyst for extraordinary results. Theodore Roosevelt once said, believe you can, and you're halfway there. See, these words encapsulate the truth that our beliefs shape our actions and our outcomes. I mean, imagine those times in our life when we are wholeheartedly embracing that growth mindset, right? We are all in. We view challenges as opportunities for growth. We take Proactive steps to enhance our skills, our unwavering belief in our potential fuels our motivation, our resilience, and the ability to surpass any target that's in front of us. We're like a, a superhero, right? We're unstoppable. And in those moments, we become the driving force behind our success. Then when we take that belief and add action to it, it's like a secret recipe or gas on a flame, right? That simple combination is where the magic happens. And that's why the two go together so well, belief and action. There was another study coming out of Dominican University of California and Dr. Gail Matthews found that individuals who wrote down their goals and action steps were significantly more likely to achieve them compared to those who just thought about their goals. She concluded that writing activates the subconscious mind, solidifying commitment and focus. 
So belief, followed by action, works. Then you add in the right motivation, and all of a sudden, when you must, you can. So let's put these simple insights into action right now. Wherever you are, if you can, pause this for just a second. Grab a pen, paper, open your notes up. Even do a voice memo, whatever works for you. But I want you to write down, articulate your goals. And it doesn't have to be too structured. Don't overthink it. But write down both short and long-term goals. Can be professional, can be personal. But then outline the specific action steps necessary to achieve them. Break it down into manageable tasks. If you already have this, just get it out so that you can have it in front of you and review it. But as you write, as you articulate this, immerse yourself in the belief that you can accomplish these objectives. Envision the excitement of getting closer and closer to knocking out one goal at a time. Feel the satisfaction of surpassing your targets and the positive impact you can make on the lives of others. And let that belief guide your actions. Remember, belief simply sets the stage for success. But it is the integration of belief with deliberate action that propels us forward. So, commit to your plan. Take consistent steps and persist in the face of challenges. Gandhi has this amazing quote that I love. It's one of those that you can hang up on the wall or, or tweet out. He says, your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. You were made for something incredible. And you have what it takes to make it happen. So keep believing. Keep striving. Keep going. And you'll never stop achieving your goals. Be intentional and take deliberate action. And remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. Go out there and make it happen. When I was in college, I read this book called Just Enough Light for the Step I'm On. And to this day, it continues to remind me that when things get too big, when things get too dark or, you know, I don't see the path forward, all I have to do is just turn on my headlights and focus on what's right in front of me. Right, follow that white dotted line and stay the course. I, I remember driving regularly about an hour to go see my girlfriend in college and, and often it was snowing heavily. And I had a 85 Camaro and it was a disaster. When I couldn't see anything, right? The snow was just overwhelming. You get that feeling, right? Should I stop? Should I just pull over, do nothing? Maybe just wait for the storm to pass or you know, I can look at my guidelines, my dotted line, right, the yellow line, and just take it easy, but keep moving forward. And that's a choice. And that's what I did. Yeah, okay, there was that one time that I spun out because it was rear-wheel drive and it's Colorado and who does that? But no matter what, I made it. Every single time, I made it to my destination. My dad, a colonel in the Air Force, a retired chaplain, he used to give me this golden gem. You know, he would ask, how do you eat an elephant? And now my son asks me that every once in a while when I get overwhelmed. He's like, hey, right? how do you eat an elephant, Dad? Look, the answer is so easy to remember, but it's, it's not so simple to apply. 
when you're in the dark. Right? You're looking at this mammoth goal in front of you that one bite at a time, it's hard to apply. But I think that's why this little reminder that you're listening to has showed up in front of you today. You have to remember to look for the light just in front of you. Don't try to see everything. Just focus on the headlights. Right? Sometimes you'll need the brights. Right? Sometimes you might just, just handle that light that you have. But you have to choose to move. And sometimes we forget that we have control of that. And you can use the guidelines to keep you on track. One mile marker, one bite is all that matters. And when you think about it, it's important to map out the journey so that when you're in the trenches, when you're on that road, when the storm is hitting, the GPS is already set. Now you're just executing. I'm big on, on preparing, right? And you can never plan too much, prepare too much, but it gives you that confidence that you're just moving one step at a time. You, know, you already have the plan in place and it doesn't have to be perfect, right? You don't have to get stuck in the squat as Zig Ziglar used to say, but you're headed in the right direction. And then it's just up to you to keep moving forward, keep going. And you can't let that darkness overwhelm you. So what can we control, right? Napoleon Hill, one of my favorites, Think and Grow Rich, you probably have heard of, says you can either control your mind or it controls you. So make a checklist of what you can control in the storm in front of you. Take a sheet of paper, just write it all down. What can I control in this storm? Then focus on the actions that you can take to make progress and chip away at it. Progress breeds confidence. Confidence will then help you weather the storm. Even Tony Robbins says, look, success is progress. Progress equals success, so just keep moving. And when we think about what we can control, you're the one who has to turn on the headlights. You're in control of how fast you move, how big of a bite you take, how much light you give, what you focus your attention on. So light the way. Focus on controlling what's right inside of you because that's all you can control, right? What's inside, what you actually do. And soon you'll feel complete. Imagine driving down a scenic road filled with twists and turns, hills and valleys, but ahead you notice a traffic jam. Now this could potentially be a symbol of the obstacles and hurdles that life often presents us with. But today, you're not ready to settle for the ordinary. So you make a conscious choice. You veer off to the right, exploring an alternate path. No big deal. You've done it before. You're not afraid to go against the flow, to take a, a road less traveled. It's like embracing the unknown, stepping out of your comfort zone and challenging yourself to grow. Now, as you go along this uncharted territory, a sense of freedom comes over you, right? You realize, and they were right when they said that life is not about the destination, but about the journey itself. But this story is about something else. You see, we have to be careful because throughout this journey, we have choices. When the road ahead is filled with obstacles, or roadblocks, traffic, maybe an uphill climb, it's easy for us to look for that off-ramp. 
that shortcut. And there's a temptation to constantly seek shortcuts in other areas of our life as well, to take the easy way out. But here's the truth. Shortcuts may provide temporary relief, but they seldom lead to true fulfillment. The key lies in embracing the challenges ahead and staying committed to our chosen path. While we see others chasing shortcuts, we stay put. Lily Tomlin, famous actress, says, the road to success is always under construction. And I love this because it, it seems like I'm always seeing construction everywhere I go. I remember a, uh, a two to three year construction project from Colorado Springs to Castle Rock. We used to live in Castle Rock, now we're in the Springs, and. They were widening the lanes and creating a toll road, but look, for that two to three year stretch, it seemed like they were never going to be done. So we just sat there. And I can't tell you how many times I tried to take a shortcut only to find that everyone else was doing the same thing and it just took me twice as long. It was frustrating. But life's journey is a series of twists and turns just like the road we're navigating. And it's natural to encounter setbacks and moments of doubt and frustration with the road ahead, but those who achieve greatness are the ones who keep going. They move forward, straight ahead, who focus their energy and drive forward, no matter what. In football, we talk about moving north and south instead of east and west. You know, dancing side to side trying to find the open lane, but just making progress by moving straight ahead. And sometimes that means we have to get really clear on why we're on that road to begin with. Steve Jobs famously said, the only way to do great work is to love what we do. But when we're passionate about our journey, about the path that we've chosen, we find the strength to persevere. We find the strength to overcome any obstacles that come our way. We don't need a shortcut. We don't need an off-ramp. So let's shift our mentality. Embrace the power of focus. Instead of constantly seeking shortcuts, commit to the path we're on and relish every moment along the way. Remember, it's not about reaching the destination. First, it's about growth. The lessons and the experiences that we encounter. Jim Rome, one of my favorite motivational speakers talks about who we become along the way. That is what really matters. So keep moving straight ahead and become more through this journey. And always remember, the only limits in life are the ones that we make. So we can't let fear and uncertainty hold us back. We have to embrace the challenges, push through the discomfort, and unlock our full potential. I love to take the road less traveled, but if I'm doing it to find the easier way, to find the shortcut, I'm doing it for the wrong reason, and that will never pay off. I say we have to be careful because that will easily slip into other areas of our life and we find ourselves always looking for the easy way. When someone says, make money fast, we click that button. When they say, find my no money down opportunity, we chase that opportunity. And if we're not careful, we lose track 
of the path we were on, the path that leads to true fulfillment, to real happiness, and the life we were meant to live in the first place. So don't be distracted by the shortcuts and the off-ramps. Pursue what's right in front of you and push through to become who you were meant to be. Stay inspired, stay focused, and continue to strive for greatness. You have the power to shape your destiny, so go out there and make it happen. I want to tell you about an encounter I had on my morning run. Now, this one taught me a valuable lesson. I was about halfway coming up on one of my rest points when out of the bushes came a cow. Now, this is unusual to say the least. I've never seen or heard a cow in my neighborhood, so I was a bit shocked. But then she started yelling at me. Like long sustained cries. Mm, mm, basically telling me, like, you need to back up or I'm going to charge. I don't even know what that would look like. So, yeah, I slowed down and then backed off slowly. You'll come to find out the whole situation wasn't about me at all. When I looked a little closer, I saw a calf behind the bushes. You know, she was just protecting her kid. Then, as I stepped back even further, I realized she had a whole herd of about 20 or 30 cows that were on the loose, and they had broken away from the herd. So she was just trying to find her way back while also protecting her calf from getting hurt or more lost. I had no idea, and my first instinct was to judge her for yelling at me. Many times we judge people's behavior based on what we hear in the moment or what we see right in front of us. We don't necessarily look around for context. I know I don't. We don't look behind the bushes or step back to gain perspective to understand what's really going on. We just judge that cow for its aggressive behavior. But it wasn't aggression. It was protection. It was fear. And after a few moments, I I saw her lead her calf back to her family and they reunited and laid down together see I was just in her path she didn't know how to handle me so she responded I mean for all I know she could have been asking me for directions right like like how can I get back to my herd I'm freaking out I'm lost have you seen my family but what I heard was well you better step back or I'm coming for you And Meryl Streep, who I love, has an excellent quote here. She says, The great gift of human beings is that we have the power of empathy. We can all sense a mysterious connection to each other. And even though this was an encounter with a cow, it was like like we were connected in some way. And once I stepped back, I felt for her. Like I wanted the best for her, for her entire family out there so what can I learn here I need to take a beat instead of rushing to judgment or defensiveness I need to look I need to look for the full story and oftentimes it's not about me right even though most of the time that's all I see I may be a small detour a roadblock 
when someone's trying to find their way home. Right? Their world, their worries are so much bigger than that little interaction in that moment. And if I can understand or at least admit that I don't fully understand what they're going through, then I can acknowledge that, look, they're doing the best that they can in that moment. And if I can give people the benefit of the doubt, and I can approach the situation with compassion, with empathy, right? I may not be able to help all the time. I may not be able to take them home, but at least I can remove myself as another roadblock on their journey. And in doing so, I just hope that I've earned the right to be treated the same way. Look, when I don't show up as my best, when I'm caught up in my fears or you know not being completely understood i just hope that others will show me the same grace and help me back to where i belong safely without judgment look this cow was a simple metaphor for how we see people along our journey and i just hope that i lead with understanding that i can remove roadblocks and be the compass for others trying to find their way. We all have the power to shape our destiny. So let's go out there and make it happen.